Welcome, everybody, to the Between Two Wheels podcast. This is Tyler Yonke, stage five from, we've got it here somewhere, Artipaldo to Salerno. 171 kilometers, episode 272. You know, this is this is why we do the tour. This is why it's, or the Giro. This is why it's great, because it was boring all day until it wasn't. Then we've got all kinds of drama. All right, everybody, let's get right into it. I hope you had a, a good day, whatever you're doing. Doing this one a little late in the day. Um, so I went on a bike ride, saw a car wreck. A uh, car just tried to pull out into a main road, hit another one. The car went up on the median, pretty nasty. Called 911 for him, but then uh, there was right next to a, like a fire station, so they showed up pretty quick. Everything, every, I think everyone was okay. Okay, so uh, let's get to the highlights right away. Um, like I said, 171 kilometers. We're not going to play. <clears throat> we can't because we'll get copyright striked again, right? So we don't want that. Even though I think uh, IP law copyright is fake. Uh, it's not real. And we can get into that later. But anyway, uh, here we go. Rainy day, another rainy day at the Giro. It's nasty weather. Look at that. The water's springing up everywhere. Um there's a break heading up the road, riders sliding out. Uh, early on, <clears throat> we had some of these guys up the road, Champion, Pinot, because it started out with a climb. So uh, Thibaut Pinot heads up there because he wants to keep the climber's jersey, even though you can't see it because he's wearing his his gilet, as they say, his jacket. Um, Zucar- Zaccarato and Gondin, they're all up the road. Uh, I think uh, Thibaut Pinot takes maximum points, and I think he then sits up. Uh, let's the other gentleman head up the road, but there you go. Maximum points on the stage for the, um, the climber's Jersey. Uh, there was a dog in the road. Um, I don't know if this is it I'm trying to see. Yeah. So here you go. A uh, little dog on the left. I guess they've had a few of those and, uh, it comes out in the road. People try to avoid it. Riders go down and one of those riders getting caught up in the whole thing on the side of the road there is Remco Evenepoel. Not the first time he's going to be down for the day. I mean, it is the first time that he's going to be, but not the last. Okay. And it's going to be an interesting thing. I didn't get much for a take on his whole issue with uh, like the blame on this one. I mean, this is a dog. What are are you going to do about that one? Uh, But knowing Remco, so he sat on the road for quite a while, comes up, gives it a thumbs up. Now I forgot, I forgot that he's not in pink. So later on, there's some more wrecks. And with that, um, well, anyway, we'll get to it. Thibaut Pino comes back to the group here. There's bonus sprint points. These guys are at least putting on a bit of a show for it. Um, the pack comes through as well. Um, Stefano Gondin wins that. Mads Pedersen wins the uh, sprint points along the way behind, uh, ahead of Jonathan Milan, Michael Matthews, Caden Groves. So a little, you know, portent of things to come. Look, they're stretching the legs out, trying to see what they can have happen. Um, anyway. A few little climbs here. Pino still gets points of what he can. Uh, what do we get for points here? Tivo Pino, fourth goal, so he gets one point. So he's still he's doing pretty good. Uh, these guys are still up the road. They finally are getting caught. <clears throat> 55K, there's 20, 55 seconds up there to a, uh, one of the guys that takes off all by himself. Um, and they, they finally get him. And look, it's rainy day. There's 7K to go. It's literally, I think, the last corner. They're going around this right-hand corner, and I'm like, I'm watching this. They're going pretty gingerly this whole time, and I don't know if you guys have ridden in the rain. A lot of you cyclists probably have. Uh, I never liked racing in the rain, especially crits. I didn't do good when I was really doing them. 
Uh, although as a master's, I did much better. And sometimes it's just, you've got to trust getting through those things. Man, I remember doing one in Santa Rosa back with the oil me team and it was pouring rain, you know, the little bot dots on the road and it was lights out. And, and those are, t- you know, we also had Colorado state <laughs> criterium championships, uh, in the just guttural rain. It was, it was so bad and, and you're getting guttered. It's just, everything's worse. It's just accentuated and, uh, never really had a good time. But anyway, uh, I digress. Um, these guys come around this corner here and you see right in the middle front middle there, <clears throat> guys just start sliding out. It's just what happens. So they go down the road, you see the pink Jersey there. Uh, you've also had Roglich on the ground and, um, I think a Venipole made it through. So, uh, but I saw the pink Jersey back there. So the guy was still off the front. They're starting to claw him back and there's a gap here. And I saw a pink Jersey and I'm like, why is quick step on the front when their leader is, and I'm like, this is so odd. But then I realized, okay, it's DSM. That's Lucas and who's got went into it yesterday. Tyler, if you had actually watched the show yesterday, you would have known that, um, you know, Evan Paul, uh, although he went down early, he went, there you go. So there's Roglic, I think Alfini or some, one of the riders there is pulling, uh, Roglic back and Luke Nason, uh, to the, the front. They, they do connect here. So right about 3.4 to go. Very important time, right? Three, three, three kilometers to go. They're inside 2.5 and I'm going to break this down. Cause I took a, I, I, I cut it out and I did a little production wise. We're going to show the film of this rate of after the fact, uh, we'll get to it here, but there's another wreck. And this one is all, uh, right up near the front of goes down. You can see him going over here on the right hand side almost all by himself. And it's pretty nasty little wreck. He goes down. He's not happy about it. Uh, there is the world championships Jersey, a few other riders, and it kind of screws things up. He, he gets up. He's not happy, but Hey, he had the leg warmers on, so it should be fine. Comes out to a sprint finish. Gaden, uh, Caden Groves, uh, is sprinting out. Now they talked, they, the GCN guys were down there and they were talking about the wet surface. There's a few grates, whatnot. There's paint in the road. You can see it. it's kind of like a bike lane <clears throat> about 50 meters to go. Um, and then you over here, all of a sudden the guys are coming. Caden's going to win this, this race over Mads and, um, whoever else is up there with him. And all of a sudden a guy gets thrown over into the barriers. He squashes a guy in green, uh, and then comes flying back across the road and you can see it right here in it. Well, it's, it's Mark Cavendish and he slides now it's probably, and then here's, here is uh Evenipol coming to the finish. He's talking to this co-fittest guy. I don't know if he's blaming him or whatnot, but he's really gestating, articulating, just hands up in the air. He's not happy. Um, talking about, you know, someone coming over here in front of him. We'll break the Cavendish wreck down to this guy here. I mean, this is probably a savior with these, these soccer barriers, wherever here, where he kind of rides the barrier over here, but then his shoulder hits us and I, they did talk to him afterwards and he seemed to be fine uh but cavendish almost pulls it out uh but then slings off of him comes sliding all the way across and it's probably good it's wet because when you go down in the wet you just you end up sliding more there's a little bit of moisture surface and i was shocked that everyone avoided him um i think there was an ag2r rider that also went down uh there's caden groves he'll do a little bit of interview we'll play that actually luke nason in there and he's in first uh, Remco did not lose any time because he was within the last uh, three kilometers of the stage. So no harm, no foul for him as far as time goes. But how bad is he injured? Is that going to be a problem? Okay, so let's go right to it. We're going to add this here. Um, I slowed this down a lot too. Okay, so here's, here. Uh, you know, hey, let's, let's do it. Sorry, 
Let's do it this way. Um, so I'm circling here. You've got Evenepoel. He's up there, top section of the of the race. Okay. Um, I'm circling him here. Now he's drifting to the right. It's definitely, you know, someone on Twitter, I put this up and it got a lot of views over there. Um, and, and one guy said, you know, I first thought it was him as well. It's his fault. But he's like, he didn't deviate at all. Well, you can see him deviating. Now, even if this happens as well, and you can see, we'll break this down kind of with the Cavendish thing as well. Sometimes the road, you know, goes straight or whatever, but that's not where the line of riders is going. We don't necessarily... You know, there's not a, there's a middle line, how the cars are separating from traffic lanes. You don't necessarily just take that. We were taking the straight lines through. So if he's taking the straight line on the road, it doesn't mean that he's actually taking the best line and what he's taking the line that everyone else is doing. As you can see, he's not. He's looking over to the right, uh, right before this here. He actually is looking to his left. He's looking back and then boom, this other guy is coming into him. So it's kind of a right here. Go back up here. His head is directly looking to the left for whatever reason. I think he's inside 3K and he's decided I'm backing off. So I'm going to drift up here. You can see where he's at. He's actually shutting it down. I think he's starting to drift back. That's fine. But um, you've got to understand if you're drifting back and you're kind of like leaning off and you're going to get out of the way, get out of the way safely. Maybe sometimes it's better to just go straight, kind of look straight ahead make sure and let everyone come around you. Uh, but as it is, he comes over into this guy. Uh, who's kind of coming across, but he's moving up towards them and he's moving back. So, um, I mean, you got to pay attention. And then, then down he goes. So he had a chance there of saving it, right? Right right here. I don't know if he hooks bars with this guy, but it's not that guy's fault either. I mean, it's definitely not that guy's fault. Um, and then sliding out and uh, upset him. Okay. So, but now we're going to go to the Cavendish. You got the final sprint here. Okay, look, uh, we've got Caden Groves, um, Michael Matthews on the far left here, Mods Pedersen, um, what's the, we're going to have to go to the finish here, because uh, he got, he ended up getting DQ'd, what was his name? Um, and I know it, you know, we're going to go to DS, DS, it's a DSM writer. Um, and someone else probably already knows it out there. And, and by the way, I know it too. And it's just, it's driving me crazy. Um, it's not Tushfeld. Oh, Denezi. There you go. So uh, Alberto Denezi, he is the DSM rider just to the right of Mark Cavendish. Okay. Uh, you've got the green rider. I don't remember his name over here. Um, probably not done that. So Cavendish is coming up. He's on the white line. That's this problem, by the way. He comes, it moves over a little bit, and look at him. He spins out. So we'll see that right here. He's on the white line, and he's starting to put power down to to pass on his left. And watch his front tire spins first, kind of goes out right there, and then his back tire. So that's the first thing, and then it kicks and it catches. He almost takes out Michael Matthews, but he doesn't. He's safe. Now here's the part that's interesting to me. This was me. I'm just where he's at right now. I'm probably just going to go straight ahead. I might even go all the way over to the left and just sit up or sprint from over there. Get away from these guys completely. I mean, I, honestly, that was my first reaction. And, but he does something really weird. He comes back into the fold to just sit there. I don't I like almost, it's just a weird reaction to me. And that's his downfall because he comes over Denazi now. He, and once again, Cavendish just kind of like Remco is moving backwards. Denazi though does cross him over. 
that's that's the move. So Danese actually gets DQ'd. I don't know if it's it's justified. Um, look, these sprinters, I've complained about it a lot where they do this. Cavendish does this stuff all the time. Caleb Ewing, he's all over the road. <clears throat> Peter, uh, Peter Sagan, we know he does. So this isn't a, a, an odd move, but then boom, clips his front. Now, Cavendish does a great job here of trying to stay up. He clips it, his right foot comes out, his bike's angled over, and instead of just going straight down, he almost catches it. Boom, hits over to the guy on the right. And that guy does a great job of anticipating, immediately leaning into him, trying to balance him out. But you can't, you can't stop it. And then he's stuck up against the barriers. And then that's the weird thing. Watch, watch Cavendish's rear wheel click, boom, and he can't control his bike then. It just goes, the guy runs over it. Everyone's safe. And there you go. A um, few little angles here from straight on. We'll be able to see Cavendish a little bit better. There's Milan. Yeah, so Mods Pedersen, uh, he, oh, he's back there a little ways. So Cav, come, look, they're going straight. Now they get onto the white line. Uh, I would have stayed away from that. And right there, what? what's this? Oh, this guy skips a chain. That's right. <laughs> guy in the middle uh, does a great job of, I don't know if his chain comes off, uh, if he breaks it, but he does a great job of not going down. You can see his chain's loose right there. He looks down. Okay. What, what's interesting here, watch Danese's teammate. He's upset that he's boxed in. Watch it right here. He sits up and does kind of a, come on, buddy. I did this work for you and you're boxed in. So that's an interesting uh, little issue there, which is probably true. He's probably upset. Uh, Cav coming over here. That, that, so Cavanish has already spun out. Did we miss that? Let's get back to Cav spinning out. No, he's, he's put himself out there. And look, why is he drifting back in? I don't know. I don't know why he's doing that. He drifts back over to his right. Then Danese's coming around him. And Danese's move is not warranted. Um, sorry, buddy. I know you wanted to get out. But this is what happens, and then um, it does does cause the wreck uh, once again. Uh, but, you know, the sad part is I'm watching this here, and we shouldn't take anything away from Caden Groves. Bike length, easy bike length, uh, getting everybody. Uh, there's Cav over there. Watch his front wheel slip right here. Back wheel catches. Dude, you, you saved it. Just go to the left. Be done. Why are you drifting back in? I don't understand that move right there. He drifts across himself to come back into the action and it's really unnecessary and it does put him back into danger. And, and, and you know what, uh, honestly, it's, it's stupid. I don't know if his, his whole idea is to, at this point, um, you know, you're, you're out of it. You're not even sprinting for it. Uh, I'm going to call, I'm going to make sure someone else is boxed in. Is that your thinking? Cause if that's the case, then, you know, kind of like, well, sorry, you wrecked today, but you kind of, did you deserve it? <laughs> I don't know if I deserve it, but it's really bad because Danese does deserve to get let himself out. Uh, and if you're just going to box him in and kind of sit up. Anyway, that's how Cavendish comes across the finish line, though. Uh, slides across. That's the actual finish, photo finish. Uh, Mark Cavendish. Yikes. Okay, there you go. Uh, let's bring up the results. Okay, so, by the way, last night, um, hang on, let's... Last night I did this on Spaces as well. So if you want to catch this and you're on Twitter, it's 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 broadcast on Twitter, but it's also that. And, and the point of the, the Spaces, when we do this again and we're, we broadcast it, you can join in there. You can ask to be, instead of just commenting, uh, well, maybe we'll bring you on the show and you can you can give your comments that way. So that is, that is one thing to do. 
Okay, Caden Groves. Hope you guys can uh, see this well enough. Do that. <clears throat> Caden Groves. Uh, Jonathan Milan beats him by a bike length. Good, good stuff there. Mods Pedersen, Mark Cavendish uh, <laughs> slides across for fourth. Crazy. Uh, Nicholas uh, Davale. That's the guy I think he ran into. Both of those guys, uh, fourth and fifth. That's a. I mean, uh, Denezi gets DQ'd there or relegated to the the back of this bunch. Um, Michael Matthews gets ninth. Good for him, just staying out of the the, the chaos. Bonifacio in tenth. David Decker, um, and there you go. So almost everybody gets, I mean, there may be some time lost here for um, people that, you know, were outside the time cut or the, the 3K or inside the 3K. Let's see if they actually um, help us. Let's go quick step, see how they actually do this. Man, I don't know what their team's called. Oh, there you go. So it all quick step. Um <clears throat> Eventipol. So they, they show, okay, they show them at zero, but 157th. It's just kind of an interesting way to, uh, to see how they all, all came out. There you go. Uh, GC wise, not much uh, change in there, but it will be interesting to kind of see, you know, what's going to happen uh, tomorrow. So here's today's stage. Let's take a look at tomorrow's Napoli to Napoli. We talked about this one, a big, uh, big cat two uh, in the first, what, 30K or so. Going to hit that thing. Then there's a cat three and then a time bonus. So uh, I thoroughly expect a breakaway to, to go and to stay away tomorrow. <clears throat> Although, I mean, I just, it depends on what Eventipol and what other people want to do. I mean, let's say Roglic who went down, ah, I'm fine. Or however he says that. Maybe he's just perfectly fine. He's not even, didn't bother him. But maybe Eventipol's hurt a little bit. Maybe you want to put the pressure on so his team has to chase or control or he's got to do a little bit of work and he just can't it's going to be just irritable on the bike plus it's going to be rainy probably again so you know with the weather problems um so that's our that's our thursday once again we've talked about this uh friday at least a little kick up on a cat one saturday i think it's a sprinty-ish probably a breakaway day and then uh sunday uh you get a time trial and then i think we have a monday rest day and then uh starting out the next uh tuesday we get a little bit of little bit of action there okay then maybe we'll play some uh let's get a interview with Caden Groves at the finish I think these are these are working out I try to get pirate them off of other websites and so if they go down then it's easy a problem but then if they're not getting stricken then it's uh, not me Karen, well, congratulations can you take can you take us through this last seven k between the crash and that was really like a kind of a roller coaster for you yeah I mean uh pretty unbelievable actually uh, to, to come back from seven kilometers to go after a crash uh, I was just lucky to, to get the chain on and there was no issues with the bike um, to come back as fast as possible and what does it means for you to be a stage winner on the Giro oh, I'm very happy uh, like I said along with the team we picked this out to be my one of the biggest goals of the year and uh, I've been dreaming of this since November December already and, and this has been the goal so so uh, yeah, pretty satisfied, but we're not done yet, and there's uh, still plenty more stages to come. Can you just describe us a bit the, the last uh, meters, how you managed your effort, knowing that many teammates were missing? How did you? Yeah, I mean, I, I just tried to just get as far forward as possible. Uh, I knew it was pretty heavy uh, crosswind uh, in the sprint, and I was actually way too far forward. Uh, with DSM, they they played the game pretty well, um, and. In the end, I, just, I actually just hit out uh, with about, I don't know, probably 250 to go. Um, but it was pretty long. 
and under the under my sort of uh, elbow, I could see Jonathan coming, but I mean, I uh, was just lucky enough to get to the line first. Did you saw when fell down? Yeah, crashed. Uh, I don't know. It was this the seven kilometer of the go corner? Yeah. So I think in my reaction to that, I uh, pulled my front brake too hard, uh, crashing myself. Thank you very much. Okay, congrats. All right. Interesting. Uh, you know, <clears throat> with the, just kind of a break there, I was just reading here about, uh, maybe we'll share this part too. Uh, Evenepoel and kind of his, um, I don't know, aches and pains and ills. Uh, he has a lot of pain on his right side and a hematoma with contraction of his muscles and some problems with his sacrum bone. Croit said, hopefully with some good massage and osteopathic treatment followed by a good night's rest, things will go better. We will know more Thursday morning, but what's sure is that stage six will be a difficult one for him. Yeah. Uh, so when you have this time trial coming up, um, you know, if he's un We've seen this with with uh, Remco, uh, Remco with uh, Roglic in the tour, right? Getting hurt, and then you just can't quite recover right. You know, you don't sleep right. Every little thing could can just it does the more uh, inflammation, whatnot, and so it will be interesting to see if he recovers uh, well with this uh, going forward. And and it could you know he has that time trial, thirty five kilometer time trial. Maybe you're just not comfortable uh, when something like that happens. So it it'll it'll be. It'll be an interesting one there. So, uh, look, I let me, let me maybe I should pull up. Let's go to Twitter. Um, where is my? There we go. Um, maybe we we'll go here and read a little bit of uh, what some people were saying here. <clears throat> okay, uh, my 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 point on this one was. Uh, Remco crash appears. He's looking back, moving to his right, collides with the rider coming across the other way. But of course, he's blameless because <laughs> that's uh, uh, that's Remco. This guy said, "Actually, no. I thought that this at first he appears to move right, but only because the entire peloton moves left, which he's obligated to do. Also, obligated. Okay. Uh, check line on the road, and you'll see this. Other rider chops him, identical to Denezi Cav at the finish." Um, I said he's drifting a bit, but he looks back and to his left. I'd imagine he might have avoided the crash if he was looking forward, but mostly it's a racing incident. However, Remco will make it an, an international issue. Um, and, I, and actually, more I think about it, it's it's no. It's you don't get to. So let's say one of these riders over here on the on the left. When we show this, let's say one of these riders when he's drifting to the right, and everyone everyone is going straight or they're they're kind of moving. You don't get it as a, a, the rider in the middle just plow straight ahead into everybody that's yeah you are obligated to kind of follow the flow so the fact that he's drifting over is just his problem um that bird though <laughs> yeah there was this this bird uh flying up in here let's let's like that guy's comment um anybody else uh write this agreed i think he avoids if he's looking forward racing incident probably fair certainly doesn't cover him in glory with his reaction as you say but i feel the flack he's Taken on Twitter in general is a bit harsh. Such a nature of Twitter by suppose. So here's my re and uh, and I'll drop this up and post it here later to what that guy said is the problem you have and I want to emphasize this and then we'll be done here for today. Which is uh, I talked about how he made comments um, about who was it was he saying Caden Grove caused the wreck the other day. It's all his fault and we kind of looked at that and we're like no. If anything, Caden was kind of protecting himself against uh, Remco's team. So Remco has no problem calling everybody out, okay? He's a little, he's a young guy, he's a little bit brash, he wins all the time, and I said, I think those play into it. 
give him a little bit of forgiveness because he's just young and thinks he's everything. So, but you need to humble yourself a little bit and it's not going to play out well. So the problem is when you have a guy like this that comes out and he says everything, he calls out Caden Groves, you know, it's all his fault for this kind of things. And then he does something like this. You're not going to be getting uh, any kind of good faith Okay, you, you don't just doesn't come with him because he kind of shows himself to be a dick. You know, over and over, just watching him race, he seems more and more like that. So then you don't give the benefit of the doubt if he's like, oh, Peter Sagan and happy go lucky, and you know everyone likes him. It's gonna play different. I'm sorry, it's just going to. And this is, uh, you know, for the most part, it's a, it's a world of um, public relations. So uh, I'll respond to that guy there. <clears throat> Follow us on Twitter, T J A N K E. Uh, for all your Twitter needs, I, I'm not on that site very much. I am, but just not under that Twitter handle. So if you find me on my other one, you will be shocked. Uh, okay, I think uh, I think we've done it for another day. That's stage five. And we'll play Tool going out here again. Stage five, that was 171. Tomorrow, uh, another fun day. <clears throat> I got to travel down to Stockton. Got to go to court. So I'll be in the car watching this uh i do have the ability to do that in my car uh anyway so i'll, I'll be checking that out as the race goes on and then we'll do another uh, thing and um it's exciting oh there was drama there was drama in the i watched mark tucker's race with brian zimney and some others commenting on it you guys are all batshit crazy don't make, if you have a team of 14 don't be making deals on a local crit if you can't win and brian i love you but man you got to stop drinking the team Kool-Aid on this one. I'll, 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 <laughs> it's uh, crazy stuff. All right, everybody. Take care. Bye.